And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly for <clears throat> podcast. Tonight is Wednesday, August the 26th, 2020. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. It's going pretty good. Uh, my, I'm coming at you, as usual, from... Um, Brooklyn, New York, and my hot take uh, is less than, well, it's not so much of a hot take, it's more of a follow-up from uh, last, was it last week? Yeah. Anyway, we're too busy today to talk about uh, disgraced Reds broadcaster Tom Brenneman, Um, but the follow-up is that he's been fired. Uh, Oh, good. Technically suspended, but... um, he does also uh, the NFL for Fox uh-huh. you know, in the Midwest or whatever, and he's not doing that anymore either. Wow. So he's I think he's I think he's done. You um, know, the sign of the times when even Midwest Fox NFL is going to fire you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, he'll always have a job with Kurt Schilling. Exactly. Coach Schilling is going to sponsor his Patreon when he gets his own football podcast called Call the Foul. Yeah, it's called the F Capital of the World. Exactly. Uh, When I was tweeting out that episode, some people actually responded that there is actually kind of a gay history to Kansas City, Missouri that has a... uh, Thriving gay community. Right. I did not know. I did not know that. Uh, Sweet. My hot take is, and I know we're going to talk about it later in this episode, but I just want to say this now in case I forget. I believe that this last week was the best week in the history of the White Sox in at least 10 years. Uh. They're on, they've won nine out of ten games. They had a seven-game win streak. They set the MLB record for most home runs in a seven-day span, hitting 27 home runs. They tied two MLB records with their back-to-back-to-back-to-back home runs that we talked about. And Jose Abreu hit four home runs in four consecutive at-bats, also tying an MLB record. And Abreu was named uh, AL Player of the Week. So that's a pretty damn good week that the Chicago White Sox have. Don't know if it's ever going to happen again, um, but enjoy it while it lasts. That's my motto. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's been pretty fun. The NL Player of the Week was Manny Machado, kind of ironically, I thought. For the, the... San Diego, I mean Milwaukee Padres. Right. What did yeah. he do? 
he hit a bunch of home runs and he hit, you know, the Padres, they had a grand slam in, I believe, four consecutive games. Uh, and one of them was hit by Manny Machado. He had a really great week. But I actually thought that Fernando Tatis Jr. had a better week. So I was a little surprised that uh, Manny right. was big named. snub. I thought it was a big snub, too. You know, I mean, they're, they're teammates, but maybe we can get some drama going on between those two and sabotage the Padres' season. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, good times for the White Sox. We'll talk more about them later uh, in this episode, maybe next episode. I want to give a shout-out to everybody who listened to our two episodes last week. We talked about weekly headlines. We had special guest Thomas on to talk about the AL and the NL West. Afterwards, Thomas was like, hey, yeah, guys, just give me a heads up. I'll come on whenever. And I totally did not text him when we were going to do this, so... I suck, but we will have Thomas back on at a uh, later episode to talk about, you know, baseball and life. Shout out to all our listeners, San Francisco, California, Cincinnati, Ohio, Mountain View, California, Champaign, Illinois, Dallas, Texas, Austin, Texas, Barcelona, Spain, San Jose, California, Brussels, Belgium, Lewiston, Maine, Salt. Uh, this is not how you pronounce this word, but I'm going to say it anyway. Salt Joe Boo Sweden. That's a cool name. Yeah, that's prob- definitely probably not how you that's pronounce it. That's definitely not how you pronounce it. If you listen to us on Apple iTunes, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. And I was thinking about this earlier today. I say it every week on the podcast. But you know what, Sam? I listen to other people's baseball podcasts, and I don't fucking rate, review, or subscribe to them. I guess right. I subscribe to them, but I don't go online and rate and review them. I feel kind of like a hypocrite when I ask our listeners to give us a rating and a review every week, but I don't do it for other people's podcasts. Right, but I feel like you ask them to do it, and you have absolute, you're under absolutely no like illusions that anybody will do it. True. That's true. <laughs> Uh, right, because it's not something that people think about. You're just scrolling through, you click on a podcast, you listen to it, you like it, you don't like it. If you don't like it, you just move on. Right. It takes a lot of effort to give a podcast a bad review. I think we've gotten one. And I know more people have listened to this podcast and had a bad review in their brains that they just didn't take the time to write down. Right. Yeah. If you don't like Apple iTunes, you can also check us out on Spotify and on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash umpenhemp. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can tweet at us at dumponthump. Follow us. Trying to get those following lists up. Shout out to all my Twitter friends that like shouting about the White Sox with me. All right. Yeah. All right, so you want me to do the first one so you can sound off about it? Sure, that sounds good. All right, <clears throat> this is the big news. This is like big news. Breaking. Um, breaking, big breaking. Like we probably are the first people to report about this, honestly. I think so. Uh, sports are canceled again. 
The NBA announced that it will postpone playoff games in three different playoff series after the Milwaukee Bucks refused to take the floor in their scheduled game against the Orlando Magic. The Bucks were officially protesting the police shooting of Jacob Blake, a black man from Kenosha. Am I pronouncing that right? I think so. Kenosha, Wisconsin, a town 40 miles south of Milwaukee. After the Bucks boycotted the NBA, after the Bucks boycotted the NBA, announced that game between the Lake that announced that the game between the Lakers and the Trailblazers and the Thunder and the Rockets were also being postponed. Other leagues soon followed suit. The WNBA has canceled all of its scheduled games for tonight, and MLB games between the Brewers and the Reds, the Mariners and the Padres, and the Giants and the Dodgers have all been postponed. And it was the Brewers, the Mariners, and the Dodgers in that scenario were the ones that decided to not play, right? That makes, yeah. Well, definitely. I don't, what I think happened, because... (laughs) I didn't read the statement, but I know that the Brewers and the Reds ended up putting out a, a joint statement. Oh, it was a joint statement. Yeah, but I, what I'm assuming is happening is one team saying, we're not coming out to the field, and then the other team saying, okay, we won't either, so it's not a forfeit. So it's that, not a forfeit. Yeah, that's what I think is happening. Right. <clears throat> so the question is is this the end of stick to sports guy so i was i don't understand the question (laughs) you know the guy the guy who's always yelling at athletes and sports commentators to not talk about politics to just stick to sports oh donald trump yeah donald trump and, and his ilk um but you know there are other people so what what at the beginning of the summer, uh, Sean Doolittle, the closer for the Washington Nationals, who's very politically outspoken, he said something. I'm going to get the quote wrong, but he said, uh, sports is like the reward for having a functioning society. Right. And we very clearly do not have a functioning society at this point in America. Not even close. Not even close. So now sports is following suit and and going away because we, we don't deserve to have sports. That's another thing. A local newscaster from Wisconsin, I don't know if he was in Kenosha or Milwaukee, literally said that. We don't deserve to have sports right now because so much bullshit is happening. Um and of course, I'm seeing this through, you know, the twisted lens of Twitter and the twisted lens of social media. Uh, oh, and but uh, the Lakers, the L.A. Lakers, uh, tweeted out like a Black Lives Matter uh, image, and on it was like information: how to register to vote, how to contact your local representatives, how to contact the Kenosha Police Department. Um, there, were, uh, there was all this other information, right? And it's Oof, like, that would it's, not want to have run the switchboard of that police department right, right now. Right. <clears throat> so I and so of course, because I'm a terrible human being, I went down into the comments of that um, oh. of that tweet that the Lakers made out. Poor choice. I know. Poor choice. <laughs> really poor choice. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, shit. Let me see if I can find it. I'm scrolling through my... Uh, oh, here it is. I found it. And so I found uh, this guy at L.A. Tupita said, That seals the deal. I am no longer a Waku fan. I've been a fan since 1972 and a se- season ticket holder since 1976. I officially will not be renewing my plan next season, nor will I watch. Okay? That's what that guy said. Right. That- Who cares? I love that people think that, like, anyone gives a shit what they think, you know? That the Lakers are like, oh, no, this guy, this, like, random dude on Twitter is not going to renew his season tickets. Right. And, you know, he will, too. Well, no, he won't because, okay, so that was at L.A. Topita. Then a few comments down, at XVI says, that seals the deal. I am no longer a Lakers fan. I've been a fan since 1971 and a season ticket holder since 1979. I officially will not be renewing my plan next season, nor will I watch. Then, at Bruno SS King tweets, That seals the deal. I am no longer a Lakers fan. I've been a fan since 1972 and a season ticket holder since 1976. I officially will not be renewing my plan next season, nor will I watch. Then, at Lake G-O-R tweets, that seals the deal. I am no longer a Lakers fan. I've been a fan since 1972 and a season ticket holder since 1976. They're just bots. These dudes are bots who are retweeting, like, copy-pasting the exact same tweet over and over again and trolling the Lakers account with it. Huh. Russia's? Russia, you think? I, th- I mean, we know that the Russians are trying specifically to exploit the issues of race and racism. That's what they did in 2016. Right. And I know a lot of it is real. A lot of the backlash against, like, Black Lives Matter is real, is real. But a lot of it is Russian bots on the Internet. And they're just yeah. to start shit for the sake of starting shit. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's interesting because it's like. They can't be like, oh, all those criminals are coming from Mexico because it's like nobody's coming from Mexico now. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and all those alt-right idiots just like swallow it whole. You I don't know. even realize that they like are working for the Russian government like fucking right. idiots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, but... A lot of NBA players expressed frustration because when they went to the bubble, you know, there was the whole talk that was right after the George Floyd stuff. There was talk about is this going to distract from social justice? Kyrie, like, was like, let's start. I don't know how I feel about Kyrie Irving. I think that guy must be a really weird guy with like a good heart or something like that. Because mm-hmm. he was like, we're going to start our own league because. You know, we don't want to take away from the Black Lives Matter movement. But the players decided to go, and now they're boycotting slash striking, essentially is what they're doing. Chris Webber gave a very impassioned speech. Kenny Smith walked off the set of Inside the NBA on TNT. Does it matter? Like, these are symbolic gestures that these players are making. Is it worthwhile? Well, <clears throat> it's not just symbolic. It's like that's 
that's money on the table, right? Right. Like all of those television stations sold the ad spots for those games, and then the games are not like this is a real disruptive thing. Yeah. And you know, like we've said it before, it's like nobody gives a shit until it impacts somebody's money. And right. then like and then like people can step up all they want, but if it doesn't impact anyone's money, then no real change is gonna happen because people right. don't matter in this country, only money does. So these athletes are, are actually, I feel like, doing something that could be quite impactful, which is like screwing over TNT and yeah. ESPN and, you know, whatever other channels are airing these games or like rely on these games for content because it's like they're going to have, they're like, this is, this is our money. We have to, we have to take care of that. You know? Fox didn't suspend Brenneman out of the goodness of their hearts. Right. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. That's a really good point. And we have talked about that before. And, but in addition to that, you know, LeBron James is raising millions of dollars for voter registration drives like they're getting seriously involved in the actual pol politicking and political aspects here uh, right and that's like why people always say stick to sports it's like because the athletes are on the other side you know yeah no exactly stick to sports is just a way to silence them because right. they're just supposed to be there for our entertainment right dance just dance. Shut up and dance. Just dance. Shut up and dance. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think somebody <coughs> almost, you know, shut up and dribble, um, I think was the word that a Fox Sports commenter, uh, a commenter, news commenter, since the commenters are essentially just Twitter trolls in real life. Right. And to, uh, to uh, LeBron James. Um, I want to... <laughs> Before we move yeah, we're on. Like, we're like five years away from those guys just being robots that are like <laughs> like speaking as an amalgamation of like the worst parts of Twitter. You know I, what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, I am 4chan bot. Yeah. I am hosting the nightly news on Fox News. <laughs> right. At Pam610379. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. So, you know, baseball, you know, we've talked about this. MLB is not the same as the NBA. They, they've got a different fan demographic, demographic, older, wider, more conservative than the NBA. Uh, but the, the Brewers uh, boycotted uh, the Seattle Mariners, Padres, Dodgers, Giants, um, Mookie Betts. The the I'm reading this as it comes out. Click here's a, uh, this is from Stephanie Epstein who we've quoted. She works for Sports Illustrated. Uh, she tweets. Clayton Kershaw said that once Mookie Betts decides not to play today, the rest of the Dodgers joined him. Kershaw added that if Betts wants to play tomorrow, the Dodgers will play. And then. Mookie Betts said he wasn't going to play tonight no matter what the teams decided. I have to use my platform to at least get the ball rolling. Um, Mookie Betts, I know for me I was already tight with everyone in the clubhouse. 
So now that everyone has my back more than I already thought means a lot. I'll always remember this day and I'll always remember this team having my back. This organization has been amazing. So like we said offline, that's a sick subtweet of the Boston Red Sox right there. Right. Uh, but also, here's, here's a question. I'm sorry to stick to this longer than we had talked about. But, dude, Mookie Betts is the face of this league. Yeah. Right? He is the lead. Like, first year on the L.A. Dodgers, he's the leader of that baseball team. Right. And they yeah. are the, the best team in baseball, the Dodgers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's his to grab. Like, there's nobody else, you know, who's going to do it? Mike Trout? No. No, yeah, not Mike Trout. Exactly. Cody Bellinger? Like, no one's going to pay attention to anyone named Cody. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, shut up, Cody. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I mean, my joke, my joke about the Dodgers was that they were always like the Backstreet Boys of Major League Baseball. Right. Also, now, like Mookie Betts is the only black player on that team. Right. Except for maybe that pitcher that we got. Right. Jensen. Jensen. Also, one thing I just realized that their ma- their manager is Dave Roberts. Right. And so I, he's probably got something to do with that. Also, um, there's a quote from him LA Dodgers manager Dave Roberts it's not a political issue it's a human being issue so you know maybe some props should go to Dave Roberts for you know facilitating that in the clubhouse as a manager right alright well yeah well so if you're going to be a winning baseball team you have to not be fractured yes like in a non-woke framework like even if you didn't give a shit even if you only cared about winning baseball games the right move is to support your play like do everything as a team anyway you know yeah but going 20 and 8 helps right yeah yeah gives you a little juice as they yeah, say. give you a lot of juice. All right, well, I'm sure this is not going away anytime soon. Protests in the streets, chaos, Donald Trump reigns over all of it. Hey, the Tigers beat the Cubs, though. That's good. I right. love that. I love that, yeah. Even though, technically, I should be rooting for the Tigers to lose, they beat the Cubs 7-6. Speaking of which... Second headline, moving on. Giolito threw a no-hitter on Tuesday. White Sox pitcher Lucas Giolito pitched a one-walk no-hitter in Chicago's 4-0 win over the Pittsburgh Pirates. Giolito struck out 13 and pitched only 101 pitches during the entire game, which is his first career no-hitter and the 18th in White Sox franchise history, which is second among all teams behind only the Dodgers, and their first since 2012. So my question, because I actually watched this. This was yesterday afternoon. I watched almost the entire game. Uh, my question, Sam, is watching a no-hitter the most exciting thing in Major League Baseball? It can be. I mean, <clears throat> it all depends. This is what's so great. One of the, one of the things that's so great about baseball is, like, if you're into that, like, no-hitters get your dick hard, then, like, 
that is your shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I think that a grand slam might be the most exciting thing in baseball. And I realize that it happens much more often, but it's still, it's like, you know, that's a rush, you know? Yeah. It's a very different experience though. Cause the, I mean, when I, I watched this game and the no hitter is definitely the slow burn, right? Like you get through three innings and it's nine up, nine down. And it's like, Oh, that's cool. Good for him. Right. And it's like, he gets through five innings and you're like, huh, he's gotten through five innings. And then right. around the seventh inning, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. You're like, oh. what's his pitch count? What's his yeah. pitch count right now? Right. And <laughs> the White Sox announcers were great, too. Like, Benetti was definitely trying not to mention it. That's one of my favorite. They were showing the dugout and everybody was leaving him alone. The whole, I love that superstitious part of it. Uh, yeah. Like, nobody talked to the pitcher. Uh, the uh, the announcers, finally, it was in the eighth inning when they were like, all right, we're just going to say it. He's got a no-hitter going. Like, they were dancing around it for a couple of innings because they didn't want to mention it on the air, which I thought was yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, you know, and obviously it's my team, so I was super fucking excited about yeah. it. No, it is. It's very exciting. Um, and it is super rare and very cool. Right. Um, but I think it has to be, like, you have to be into pitching, you know? Yeah. Or it has to be, your, you know, your team, obviously. Yeah. There were, I mean, he pitched a great game. It was, he only walked one. He was one walk. It was early in the game that he walked a guy, but... Like, that's a walk away from a perfect game. Right. I mean, you know, I think for me, yeah, no, that's, it's pretty, it might be the most exciting thing. Walk-off home run. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A walk-off home run is real exciting. The other thing, I mean, they're exciting in different ways. Because I love triples or in-the-park home runs. Those are fun. Those are fun to watch. Um, but also, a, you know, 450-foot smash of a home run is also yeah. fun to watch, too. Uh, but, you know, also, like, the Padres in Milwaukee just hit four grand slams in four consecutive games. That's pretty tight, you know? Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Like, Milwaukee's got a real up and down sort of like roller coaster of emotions thing going on right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on more than one level. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, of course the there were the other thing, you need a lot of luck to get a no hitter. You need to be really good. You yeah. need a lot of luck. The pilot There's like always at least one really spectacular defensive play. Yeah, there were. I think two, that's, there that's were two, kind of a cool thing too. Is like it's always, you know, it's an amazing pitching accomplishment, but there's always like some shit that happens yeah. defensively that like is incredible. There was one that was, uh, it was like a sharp hit, single to the shortstop deep. Like the shortstop fielded it real deep, and he had to make an amazing throw to get the guy out at first. And then actually, the last 
uh, hitter of the game, line drive to right field, and it was scary because the right fielder had a bad angle on it. Yeah. Had to like, he didn't have to jump, he didn't have to leap for it or lunge for it, but he had to do this weird zigzag really quickly in his route to to grab it. It was close. Yeah. Well, what I read about that is that that ball had a 108 mile an hour exit velocity. Yeah. And like, when the balls hit that hard, it like moves in all sorts of directions, you know, <laughs> and also it gets to you a lot faster than you're used to. It was it was stressful to say the least. Also, the umpire had a real big strike zone. <laughs> there, that helped. That helped. I, I was a White Sox fan, and I'm like, there was at least twice where I was like, that's not a strike, but okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> And um, and the Pirates didn't have anybody hitting more than 260 for the season. Right. More than 200, probably. They're bad. They're it's real. a bad team. It's a bad team. But still, you got to take it. No hitters and no hitters. That's exciting. Hey, in, major, in the major leagues, a no hitter against anybody is like, you know, you throw a no hitter as a major leaguer against a triple A team, that's huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, that's enough sports. Let's talk about politics some more. Right. Well, yeah. this isn't really politics. Oh, not really politics. What is it? You know, God, Jesus. We're turning the channel to the Weather Channel. This right. Mike, the weatherman, Trout. Megastorm. Yeah, he's so fucking pumped right now because he's there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Megastorm to flatten Louisiana and parts of Texas. That's the headline. Hurricane Laura is set to make landfall as a Category 4 hurricane right kind of at the Texas-Louisiana border around midnight. Tonight, the storm will be accompanied by a, quote, unsurvivable storm surge, which will reach up to 30 miles inland from the coast. The storm has postponed the Astros-Angels game, although Astros owner Jim Crane wanted to put the game back on to show solidarity with the Kenosha Police Department. <laughs> yeah, he did. Because he's a fucking dick. <laughs> and like a monster of a human being. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck Jim Crane. Come at us, Jim Crane. Yeah. He's pretty litigious, actually. Maybe don't say that too loud. Oh, right. But fuck yeah. that guy. Don't yeah. come at us, but fuck okay. you. <laughs> right. He's, he could hire more lawyers. Question. Do you think God hates the Astros? Uh, short answer, yes. Obviously. Right. Uh, long answer, this is going to be bad. Like, this hurricane is going to wreck the entire South. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Minute Maid Park, where the Astros play, which used to be Enron Field, which also is a corrupt entity. We should talk about that someday. But uh, you know how Minute Maid Park is an indoor stadium, but it's got those huge glass windows right. uh, all of center and left field. I'm just imagining those massive windows being shattered in the storm. Aren't, isn't it a, like, hurricane shelter, though? It, 
Uh, it must be because they know that hurricanes come in there. I I don't think it was it built when Katrina came through. We should check this. They yeah, do. it's older it, than that. It's older than that, so it must. I think so. Maybe that was the old stadium. I thought it was a relatively new stadium. We don't know. Somebody three at us. When was Minute Maid Park built? Um, I'll Google it. Yeah, Google that. Um, I don't know. I think there's going to be massive damage. This is going to be a huge hurricane. And here's my thought. 2000. Okay, so it was built. So, yeah, it must have been used as a shelter during Hurricane Katrina. Um, this is going to mess with college football. This is also, gonna, it's not an, an outdoor indoor stadium, is it? It's got a roof. Maybe. Oh, it's a retract, it's retractable roof. Gotcha. Um, the LSU... Tigers have been trying to get practice going on, but their players keep coming down with coronavirus. Big surprise there. Yeah. Ooh, big yeah. surprise. I know, right? We told you so. Uh, University of Alabama, uh, they've had students come back to campus, and they've had hundreds of coronavirus uh, positive tests at Alabama. So at the same time that these SEC teams are trying to get college football going because they need the revenue from college football at the same time that the pandemic of coronavirus is pretty much going unchecked throughout the South. At the same time, this massive hurricane is about to hit Louisiana and just fuck shit up. And we know what happened the last time that happened when Katrina hit. This is going to be even worse. Yeah, well, the thing is, though, is that Katrina hit right in a very densely populated urban area. Right. Which is not the case. I mean, there, it's not to say that nobody lives in the direct path of, what is it, Cam Cameron, Cameroon? Cam what? There's a town in Louisiana that's directly in the middle of the trajectory of this storm. I mean, it's going to hit Beaumont, Port Arthur, Galveston. Those are all big towns. If not Houston big, but they're big. Um, it's going to, yeah, this is going to be bad. This is going to be real bad. Also, California is on fire right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the question, I mean, God maybe hates the Houston Astros, but maybe God just loves Mike Trout. I had a hot take about that, though. Mike Trout is actually afraid of flying through turbulence, which is part of why he is so obsessed with uh, looking ahead at the weather. Like, he, that's really? what his phobia is. Mm -hmm. Which I thought yeah. was ironic because he's always tweeting uh, with those emojis of the airplanes whenever they go on the road. Right. Yeah. Uh, at least 20 million people are in the storm. This hurricane war are in the storm's path, and over half a million people have been ordered to evacuate. Potentially catastrophic and life-threatening storm surge. Uh, 90 miles south of Lake Charles, Louisiana. 90 miles southeast of Port Arthur, Texas. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be bad. Be safe, Louisiana. I've never been to Louisiana. Have you? Um, no. Oh, I'd like to go sometime. 
Can't say as I had. Also, okay, so we had, there's one more thing I want to say, and then we should get the hell out of here. I was actually watching Red Sox Blue Jays uh, the other day, and I was watching the NESN uh, broadcast. And what's the guy's name, Remy? Yeah, Jerry Remy. Jerry Remy. So Jerry Remy was talking about how, uh, and it was Monday, I think, it was the first day that all 30 teams in the MLB were playing all month. And that was like a big deal. And literally minutes after he said that, uh, Yankees Braves got rained out. (laughs) Sick. (laughs) So now we've got a hurricane. So now we've got coronavirus plus hurricane plus uh, civil unrest for racial justice plus Possibly fire. Right. How are we going to get through this baseball season, man? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough one. Put that on your 2020 bingo code. Right. Yeah. I will. Yeah. The All right. first time that games have been canceled for like a million different reasons. Right. All the games were canceled today with 15 different reasons. Right. Milwaukee is canceled for rioting. The Astros game canceled for hurricane. All the St. Louis Cardinals have coronavirus. Right. And a swarm of bees have descended upon Safeco Field. (laughs) Yeah, murder hornets. Murder hornets, right. Bats. There are bats everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Um, the uh, Marlins stopped playing a month ago. No one noticed, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just kind of wandered off somewhere. <laughs> the Miami Marlins are lost in the Everglades. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thanks so much for listening. This has been uh, Dump on the Ump, the A Block. Once again, if you like what you're listening to, give us a rating and a review and a subscription on iTunes. I'm going to keep saying it. Uh, you can also check us out on SoundCloud and or Spotify. Tweet at us at Dump on the Ump. We also have an Instagram and a Facebook page. For Sam, my name is Joel. Stay safe. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Listen to yourself, turn. Talking in uniform and book burning black letting every motor escalating. Automotive generating. Light a cannon, light a motor, step down, step down. Crushing hill, crush, crush, up, up. This means no fear. Cavalier, renegade, steer clear. Turn them in, a turn them in, a turn them in, a fly. I'm gonna need some lucid dog for me. I'm turning this to ice. Decline. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the